Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a very special episode of Jarred. We finally got rid of Ryan. That's right. We, we fired. killed him. Oh, He's we gone. fired him. We set him yeah, on no, fire and we, fired yeah, him, literally. No, no, we fired him. We didn't kill him. We we did not. You didn't hear that. We definitely fired him. Did not kill him. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would be a bit hard. We couldn't physically do it ourselves at the moment. Oh, my God, you guys. What if Ryan, like, ends up dead when this episode comes out and then they start investigating us for admitting on air that we oh, killed him? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. We didn't I've kill really him, I've really got to stop. I've really got to stop threatening fire on things. <laughs> yeah. That would probably be a good idea. No, so instead of jarred, we are jad. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan's being a slacker. Two weeks in a row now. <laughs> well, he had a legitimate excuse last week. Yeah. Poor but baby. Getting penis enlargement surgery is not a legitimate excuse. <laughs> oh my god do you know what makes us so great what so he's got three inches now <laughs> <laughs> sorry Ryan. i love how when anyone else is out it's like oh yeah they're taking a day off they deserve it they're so cool and then it's ryan and we're all like ah oh, fuck you ryan <laughs> <laughs> We love you, mate. We do. <laughs> I was about to say, what's so great about him not being here right now um, is the fact that we can roast him just so hard and so just so on point. And I don't have to, I don't have to see those those little reactions that he does. His little like hamster he's so face. So surprised that he's getting roasted. <laughs> that's what that's what makes it better. How I reckon for me. <laughs> I'm just like, why are you so surprised, Ryan? This is how this friendship has always worked. His little scared hamster face. Oh, now I miss him. Oh, bloody hell. <laughs> <laughs> so what's new? Nothing here. What'd you guys do with your day off last week? Oh, my dad had his 61st birthday. Happy birthday, dad. Happy bladed now on the oh. podcast, but... I was celebrating oh. his birthday. I couldn't remember what I did on my day off, and then you just reminded me that was we did my sister's birthday that day. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. I, I tried to sleep in, but it didn't work. It, oh, okay. 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 What time did you get up? Not much later than I normally do. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I could have told my sister happy birthday just then, but you know what? Whatever. Happy birthday, Lexi. About it. Amber's happy like, yeah, I celebrated birthday. my dad's birthday. So happy birthday, dad. And I'm like, yeah, we celebrated my sister's birthday. Eat Nothing. shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, She's cool golly. or whatever. Yeah, I guess. Um, so we're going out of we're going out of order again. This season, this season is just a clusterfuck. <laughs> Everything's going out of order. We're taking unexpected days off. Like, whatever. That's, could that see something to do with the unsolved mysteries? Oh, a jumble. How mysterious. <laughs> and we're tapping so in this shit on, like, Mercury retrograde, so... Everything's so weird. I saw a TikTok someone posted the other day of Casey Anthony out at a bar 
And not, it's not, it wasn't like the one from months ago where she was like crying because people were throwing drinks in her face, but she was like out at a bar, just like living her life. Like she was like standing next to this girl and she was like talking about how beautiful she was and like how perfect her skin is and her hair and all that shit. And I'm like, damn, Casey's really like, finally, the heat is off of me. They're looking for that little bald asshole and no one's looking at me. I can do what the fuck I want right now. Just going to oh, go live my life. Man. Live my life Shit. while everyone else is playing Where's Baldo. Man. She's like, it's yes, just, now is my time amazed. to shine. It's just amazed me that Dog the Bounty Hunter is becoming like the unexpected racist hero here. And like, I don't know what to the, feel about it, but I also feel... But Underdog, I also feel like, would like, you say? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it to you. Leave it to you to do that to me. <laughs> but I, you know, it's almost—it's almost like living in our own version of Tiger King a little bit. Like I—I don't—I don't know what this is. Like I just—I don't know what this is. I gotta say, for all his shit, all of Dog's shit. He does have the rep to back up this hunt. He's been doing this Absolutely. shit for like 45 years. He's got like between, I think he said between eight and 10,000 fugitives that he's captured over the course of his career. Far out. So I, I think, I think he might be able to pull it off. I, I hate that I'm having to defend dog, the bounty hunter to the internet, but <clears throat> I think he might be able to do it. And you know what? Everything he's given people so far, it's, Ended up being true, and it's been stuff that the and police substan- didn't know before. In, yeah, and substantiated in some fashion. Oh my god, Jess, do you want to talk about your moment on Twitter? Oh yeah, Dog the Bounty Hunter's daughter, Baby Lisa, retweeted me, and I got like a ton of fucking retweets. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> but it's because you there, pointed out something. People are calling. I'm I'm famous on Twitter now. People are calling it. Monster Gate. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm calling it. What Monster if you Gate. get sub- <laughs> What if you get subpoenaed to come to court? <laughs> well, what what got me was that everyone was passing that picture around of the monster can, like because all the news sites were using it, like oh, dog found like evidence of the at this campsite and blah blah blah, and it was just a picture of a monster can, and everyone was like talking shit about it, like um, what? Like how is this evidence? He doesn't even know that this is Brian's whatever. But then, for our listeners, my tweet, I did a side by side of the monster can. And a picture of Brian Laundrie's mom's purse the day that they went to Orlando to meet with their attorney. And it looked like there was a monster can of the same flavor in her purse. And I actually, I messaged, I messaged Lisa Chapman about it at first and I did not expect her to reply. She replied in less than an hour and she was like, shut up right now. I'm like. I'm like, I don't know if it means anything. I just, it was just something I kind of noticed. She's like, can you please tweet this so I can retweet it? I'm like, yeah, sure. And then I did. And my phone was buzzing for the next 24 fucking hours from Twitter. And a lot of people like, oh, 
that's that couldn't be Brian's. He was an environmentalist. He didn't drink that kind of stuff. He would never litter. But he's literally on the run for murder. So yeah, I think <laughs> I, I think certain morals go out the window whenever you're literally mm-hmm. hiding for your life. Yeah, trying to survive. Like, and if mommy's gonna <laughs> bring you a monster, you're not gonna care. It, it's something to drink. It's energy. So. As if I need a further confirmation that he's a douchebag. He likes monsters. <laughs> doesn't Jamie Spears... Doesn't Jamie Spears like monster? Doesn't he have, like, the hat? Isn't that the hat he wears all the time with the monster logo on it? Uh, I feel like there's been a lot of shit talk about him and his monster obsession. That sounds about right. It's like... It's just a couple of guidelines if you're a douchebag. Like, you like Monster to the point of you you wear their merchandise. <laughs> you probably enjoy Papa Roach. Oh, I went to a Papa uh, Roach concert. I regret saying that now because I do enjoy some of their music. But it is, <laughs> it is kind of bordering on butt rock a little bit. But it's okay. It's fine. Oh, oh to, ma- to make it uh, better, uh, that Papa Roach concert, uh, it was also... Hinder that was playing with him if you needed any more fucking douchiness to- <laughs> they released Lips of an Angel when we were like 14 and everyone's like oh my god this song and then I'm like it speaks to myself this, this is literally a ballad about a dude cheating on his girlfriend what's going on here oh, oh that song yep I know the yeah one. yeah <laughs> God, I was so cringy. Anyway. So, Dougie's going to take us on an adventure this week. So, let's go. I'm hungry. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, this week, going back to 1979 in Sydney. Ooh. At a fire on the ghost train at Luna Park. Fire and a ghost train? Luna Park, yes. Um, so Luna Park is a, a theme park in Sydney. It's got a, you could say the the entrance is a big mouth that you walk through. They're a little bit on the creepy side. If you Google it, you'll see. But um, anyway, so this fire happened on the ride um, and killed six, six kids and one, one adult. And the adult was the father with his two little boys and was three other kids. Um, the creepy aspect of it, the first thing I ever saw about it was a photo, which I'll just quickly send to you guys please yeah do that right now you didn't do it yet hurry up <laughs> i said right now hold the horses don't have any horses hurry up <laughs> wait where are you sending it to yeah so uh i'm frantically swapping between like three different apps right now trying to see where he's going to send it yeah, I'm like, is he going Discord? The is biggest he- unsolved mystery. Where's Dougie going to send him this message? All right. There so it is. This, what the fuck? That photo fuck? was taken. Yeah. The fuck is yeah, that? That's what I saw. 
<laughs> so that's at at the park. The so this is oh, hold, the, hold on. the family's hold, point of view. Hold on, he kind of got abs though. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say, Jess, do you want to kindly like try to describe this picture because if okay. you're listening, you're obviously listening to this uh, episode because we don't have Ryan to record video, so I feel like we kind of right, need to right. describe. Okay, so it's a picture. There's two little boys on the left, and then on the right, there's a man. It's clearly a man, but he's wearing what looks like. Is that a horse mask and some kind of like? I was thinking cow. Well, that's what I thought at first, but then I saw the snout. I don't know. It's some kind of barnyard animal mask, and it looks like he's wearing like a black bob cut wig. Like think like Uma Thurman in Pulp Fiction, and then he's got this. Well, uh, there's no mouth. There. What? There's there's no mouth. There's no. That's mouth. not a mouth. No. What what's at the end of the snout? That looks like an opening for a mouth. Anyway, so he's also wearing this cape that matches the the color of the mask. It looks it also looks to be like uh that I wouldn't call that a cape. What is this? I don't know. Anyway, and there's that whole situation and he's shirtless underneath cuz you can see his body yaddy yaddy. <laughs> underneath the cape, he has a nice little um 12 pack going on. I kind of want to lick it, but you know, I would call this like a like a half furry BDSM type chic. I don't know. I I would call this a mark me down as scared and horny kind of situation. Ryan would love to be here. Well, <laughs> on that on your descriptions anyway. The a lot of people um, compared it to the god or demon Moloch. How do you spell it? I'm going to look it up. M-O-L-O-C-H. Say H again. H. Um. <laughs> okay, I, I could see that. Okay, this dude, he's got kind of a bull head kind of situation, and he's he's pretty ripped. He's got lickable abs. <laughs> Your bloody abs. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what's even creepier about that is it is believed that Moloch preferred children to be burned alive as sacrifices. Oh, nice, nice. Same. So. <laughs> Relatable. So hence the extra creepiness about the fact that they died in a fire that night. Oh. Um. The mother only saw that photo later after she uh, was going through everything. What had happened, she, the family had a day out, went to Taronga Zoo, made their way to Luna Park and they had four more tickets to spend on rides and the boys wanted to go on the ghost train. Um, So the boys were six and four think it was and the mum decided to go get some ice cream and she came back to what described as a nightmare smoke billing from the train and yeah people trying to get the, the passengers off 
every time it came out of an area. And <laughs> yeah, so um, I can, the ride itself, it only la- it was only a two and a half minute ride, which nearly pitch black. Cause you, you're going inside. There's only one part where you come outside, and but it ran for forty five years with no incidents. And um, part of part of the ride, you went outside. The one part where you go outside, you emerged into a cage and passing an imitation fireplace complete with fake flames. But some of the um, riders noted that there was actually heat coming from it. But no one paid any attention. They thought it was part of the ride until the flames got bigger. Mm. And, yeah. Um, So, like I said, the start of that, my first look into this one was that photo and, okay, that's creepy and weird coincidence. That guy was never found, by the way, the one wearing the mask. But um, He's in my basement. <laughs> anyway, he, um, the, a, a lot of people believed it was arson, but it was put down, the police filed it as an accident. The cause was never found, but ABC Australia um, did a documentary called Exposed and a lot of witnesses came forward that uh, changed what they said on the night because some of them said they were bullied into saying that it was an accident and not arson. Plus there was a series of explosions and whatnot which, yeah, wasn't right. There was two teenagers that worked there and um, they said they saw a a group of teenage boys overheard them talking about like arson and one had heard them say, oh, you shouldn't have done that and, well, let's get out and get the hell out of here sort of thing. So a lot of them still remember that clearly. Like I said, like they said, the ride had never had any problems whatsoever in the 45 years it operated, even after it was built originally in... South Australia, then it was packed up and moved to Luna Park where it's had it been and never had any problems until this day. So, yeah, a lot of people believed it was arson, but no one, the cops were believed to be dirty and corrupt because one of the theories is that the tragedy was orchestrated by crime boss Abraham Gilbert Saffron, who ordered the fire to be lit to force out the park's then leaseholders, leaving the way clear for him to swoop in with his own developments. Apparently, very similar things had happened around the city for property that he was after, strangely enough. But he never got charged with any of that. Huh. And like even Saffron's own niece 
told the newspaper that her late uncle was behind the fire but that I don't think people were meant to die. On, on that particular night, there was a transport union strike. So a lot of the trains, none of the trains were running. So there was a lot less people at the park that night than normal. And it was right at the end, just before closing time when the accident happened. So it happened to strategically happen at a point in time when there was the least amount of people that could have been there. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So, coincidence or not? Mm. But yeah, so, and it's still, no one has been charged with it and whatnot. But yeah, um, so most people, like I said, people have come forward saying that they were bullied into saying that it was just an accident to drop all their claims about this, anyone deliberately lighting the fire. Have they specified who in particular they were bullied by? Police. Just police? Mm. Is it just a universal thing? I mean... Crooked police? <laughs> like... Corrupt police? Okay. <laughs> I won't say any more. Just wanted some clarification on that. So, yeah, some of the, those witnesses confessed to the ABC that they felt pressure to change their original statements about what they heard and saw when speaking to New South Wales Police. A curious revelation given that Detective Inspector Doug Knight dismissed all witness accounts and decided the fire was caused by an electrical fault. You would still think that any eyewitness account, though, you would want to have... Yeah, except if the that detective had been paid off. Allegedly paid off. Wow. By organised crime boss who they all had cops in their pockets. It's nothing unusual. So that's pretty much the <laughs> brunt of that one. It's there's not much else I can really give you unless you want a description of the ride itself but it's a typical ghost train going through dark tunnels yeah skeletons and spider webs interesting but yeah it was all all the ones that died were children and the one adult i think there was 12 or 13 year olds and the the six and four year old brothers and their father (sighs) so mother lost her husband and Two boys in one night. Yeah, tell Marty. But now there's a, um, a, what do you call it? A circus tent in its place with a plaque um, to remember those who lost their lives. Like a memorial type thing? Yeah. Yeah, memorial plaque. But yeah, there's like yeah, big tent there. Like you're going just to think you're gonna take your kids for some fun. Yeah, well, I mean, Luna Park's still going to this day. It's always a tragic Jeez. accident at a, like an amusement place. I just, I must still go though. <laughs> I must still go. Well, I mean, what places have what? Amusement parks haven't had some type of accident. accidents. Mm. Or, yeah. 
with a tragical just injuries. And I mean, and this could be just like a little urban legend that I've I've heard because I don't know the validity of this, but those rides that take you all the way up, you're sitting just kind of stationary and they take you all the way up and they just do like a massive drop. The drop towers. Yes. Well, I've heard of, you know, a girl whose ponytail was caught in something and then when it went to drop, it just ripped her head off. I don't know. I don't know if you've ever heard that one, Jess, but that was the one that was always. Girl, made. that was in Final Destination. Please. Uh, no, but I, I did recently hear about another incident. Oh, I got. I don't remember where I listened to it. I really don't. It was. I think it was at Disney World or something, and they had one of those um, kind of theater set up, like a dinner theater set up with the rotating platform, so that mm-hmm. way the diners could watch the performance like slowly slowly rotate as they were like eating. Yeah. And one one of the girls that worked there somehow fell between the rotating platform and the dinner platform which was like stationary and it just basically ground her to death. And people oh, could like hear her screaming but they didn't register that it wasn't part of like they didn't see her. They just heard it. They didn't register that it was a part or was not a part of the performance or whatever. So no one did anything. And she was just slowly crushed to death. I think that was at Disney World. Maybe. I'll have to look into it. That is terrible. Yeah. Imagine going on a nice Um, family trip to Disney World. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Just, I I do remember seeing one with those, the drop drop tower um where I, I can't remember what happened but it didn't drop like it was supposed to and people got f- thrown around all over the place <clears throat> i love drop they towers came out they came out of the the harnesses i'm good i'm, I'm good i love doing towers. anything high up especially if it's something that i can get charles on because he has like a slight fear of heights so every time we do something like that <laughs> i take a selfie like a cute little oh couple selfie but then every time i go back and look at the pictures he's like in the background like he looks calm but you can see in his eyes that he's like shit 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 like <laughs> i've got one of us like that on a ferris wheel and a drop tower so far but I'm looking to expand that collection at the moment. <laughs> he plays Gosh. it so cool. He plays it so cool. But then I go back and look at those pictures and his eyes. He's just like, Total. I want to die. Get me out of here. <sighs> I don't care. If I go out on a drop tower, at least it was cool. Died yeah, living, so baby. I apologize for how short this one was. No, it's good. No, it's okay. It was was an interesting one, like I said, with that first picture. It was just like, what the? I was about to say, Ryan might be thankful for his uh, edit time, honestly. (laughs) Not that he deserves it because he's fired. That's right. He's not dead. (laughs) Mine was only, was it my Casey Anthony one? That was only 20-something minutes, I think. I can't quite remember. And then we just talked for a little bit longer. Yeah. So did you guys have any other, any questions about it? 
Um, suspicious amusement park death with a super hot demon boy. Nope, I think I've got it covered. <laughs> <laughs> a death of children at that. <laughs> it's just not a good creepy story unless there are dead children. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> dead kid ghosts are hands down the creepiest. They really are. Yeah. That's why I get freaked out whenever Weldon laughs in his sleep. Like, that shit's not cute. <laughs> no. It's quite the opposite. Is that my Discord or is someone messaging you guys on Discord? Oh, never mind. It's me. Sorry. Um. So, anyways, guys, if you're listening to this and you have a bootleg copy of The Conjuring 3 that I can borrow, please let me know. Just inbox me. <laughs> and then while you're at it be sure to check us out on all of our other socials twitter instagrams leave us voicemails and i don't remember what else we have we have a website <laughs> all that stuff's probably linked on there maybe i don't know i haven't looked at it in a minute you can find everything on jarredpodcast.com. Is it jarredpodcast.com? Ryan's going to fucking kill me. No, he's it's not. Jarred, it's jarred. Because he's fired. Because he's fired. Jarredpodcast.com. Well, I'm glad Amber did that because uh, I don't know anything right now. <laughs> um, What else? And, oh, and also, I'm probably sure that we will do a follow-up episode at some point. But for now, we just want to say, go, Brittany. Oh, yeah. We forgot um, to mention that. I saw, I was just, I can't remember where it was. I saw something that said that Jamie filed a petition to have the um, conservatorship cancelled. I'm not going. So he did that a couple that of weeks. No, he he did do that a couple of weeks he, ago. He did do that? Oh, okay. But they're not going to adhere to his request because the reason he did it was so that they wouldn't be able to investigate, investigate him. him. Yeah. So he was trying to get out of it before they could start taking a magnifying glass to his fucking shithead ass. Why can't they investigate it after it's ended? I don't know. But that's the only reason he did it. Even it, even her attorney said it in it court this happened. week. Even yeah. even her attorney mentioned it in the court transcripts from this week about how he tried to file to end it prematurely so that way he wouldn't be investigated for what he's been doing. I don't know. Yeah, but... So now they're going to come I after his ass. I understand how how it ends and why can't they still investigate it just because it's stopped. It happened. Everyone knows it happened. It's probably some special Carolina, or Carolina, California statute of some sort. There's always weird semantics with this yeah. law shit. It might be that, it might be that if I could be talking out of my ass, but it might be that if he resigned willfully then it would kind of absolve him of any investigation. 
But if he didn't step down willfully, then he would be investigated. I don't know. I could be wrong. I don't know. Like I said, could be just a bunch of weird law shit, but that's all he was trying to do. He was trying to save his ass by doing that. And they said, no, no, we're not which doing if that. You, which if you want any of the law, law jargon, like dumbed down to you, like Emily D. <clears throat> Baker on YouTube is fabulous. And she's gone. She's she's kept up pretty well with um, Britney's conservatorship. And uh, she makes it very understandable. Did you watch you? I have not because I went to go watch it and my husband told me no. That I had to watch it on my own time. <laughs> he did not want to watch it with me. Is your time not your own time? <laughs> I guess. I was, well. I just went. I'll say I was I was hesitant about watching it because I didn't know how I felt about Netflix trying to profit off of the situation. But Felicia did participate in that one, too. So as soon as I saw her, I felt completely validated in watching it. I'm like, oh, if she's participating in it, then it's probably it's probably a good deal. Probably integrity and all that shit probably holds up. So I did watch that one. So yeah, Brittany's free almost. Oh, of Alan. <sighs> She's way more free now than she has been. That's for fucking sure. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I hope it's true that Lady Gaga's manager was going to try to poach her. I would love that. And also, I'm here for all of the naked selfies she's posting on Instagram. Brittany, I appreciate that shit. Like, for real, from the bottom of my heart. From the bottom of your broken heart? From the bottom <laughs> of my broken heart. So anyway, yeah. Yep, Brittany's free. Um, amusement parks kill people. Um... And keep an eye out for Baldo, you guys. Where in the world is Baldo San Diego? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that'll do it. I'm hungry, so <clears throat> I'm going to go make dinner. And remember, Ryan's fired. Yep. Ryan's dead. I mean, fired. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye. See you all.